after the program tonight, we need to kind of stay on the line for a little bit. And That's fine. I will, not, I will not hit the button. You don't <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't be in such a hurry to leave us. No, I, I probably had to go to bath or something. I don't know. <laughs> okay. I will not hit the button. No. I will be on my pass, password search after that. All right. You're going to find it. You're going right? to find it. I got to get that together. I'm excited. We're going to talk just a little bit about um, the weekend coming up. And uh, oh, who's going to go first in the weekend review? We didn't put that down. Oh, who's going I first? Yeah, I thought sure about it. Victoria, you want to go? Uh, uh, okay. I can go first, I guess. Yes. Okay. I don't have much to say, but it's okay. Ruth, you want to do the middle? And I'll do the end? Sure. That'll give me the opportunity to come, come up, up with, with something. something. <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. Somebody oh, asks you, you know until someone asks you. So <laughs> if you hadn't asked me, I would have had like 20 things to tell you about. <laughs> Well, we are, but you always pull something. You always got something going on. So, so we're glad of, glad about that. Yep. And I think we our guest is in the wings, and um, it's a it's very different. Her her work is very different from what we've had. So I'm excited to talk to her and have her share with us mm -hmm. what she's got going on. Yep. And we, uh, I think that's I think that I think that's it. I think that's it. That's it. That's it. Okay, well, I'm glad it is, folks. It is time to roll the open. All right, roll it. Okay. Thank day. you, Alan. You bet. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome to Authors Up, a forum for authors by authors. And we are oh so happy to have our listeners coming in this evening. And I want to say hello to my co-host. Hello, Victoria. Good hello, evening. darlings. How are hello, hello to everyone out there. <laughs> <laughs> and good evening to you, Miss Ruth. How are you this evening? I am well. How are you doing? I am doing well as well. Awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome, awesome. Good. It was a beautiful day today. It was just mm -hmm. a pretty day. I don't know where everybody is located, but it was an absolutely gorgeous day here in North Carolina. And the sun was shining and the air was crisp. And oh, so it was crisp this morning. Yeah. <laughs> you saw oh, you said it right, North okay. Carolina. You see Ruth with her winter coat this morning. <laughs> I had my winter coat. I had tights on. She I had was my not boots. Playing. I was cold. 
It was Chris. Sorry. <laughs> no, but then we get to the afternoon and I'm peeling everything off. Like, exactly. and, and where did you say you were? We North are Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah, <laughs> Four seasons in a week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, three seasons in a day. So hey. <laughs> but but we thank God. We thank God for, yes. for a beautiful day, day. day and and we are just grateful. I am. I know that. I'm just grateful uh, to be able to enjoy another day and enjoy another edition of Authors Up. Nikayetta, good evening to you. Hello, hello. Glad to have you in the house this evening. And Miss Linda has joined us as well. Hello there, Linda. Glad to have you in the house this evening. And I know we've got some other people coming in. And Alan, if we have any people from out of the country, any of our other that you want to identify and, and let us know who's out there, that would be a great thing, a great thing to do as well. Um, so let's go ahead and dive in and get started. You know, we always get started with our weekend review. And um, we're going to let you go first, Queen Victoria. Spain is in the house. Spain. Greetings, Spain. Welcome, yes. welcome, welcome to Authors <laughs> Up. Glad to have you this evening. Absolutely. Yeah, I am happy to report that it was a regular week. <laughs> 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 Nothing, I, you know, there's, I can't think of anything that was spectacular other than the fact that I did go walking a few days this week trying to get these knees, you know, to kind of together, you know. Um, but what, what was remarkable about this week was there have been a couple of deaths in my family and then um, someone else I grew up with. And yeah. I was feeling a little, Ugh. and I reached out to some people and um, by the end of the evening, I was feeling good again, you know, because I, mm -hmm. I, I, I recognized what I needed. I needed to feel love, you know, and I am learning in this season of my life to cherish love in all forms, wherever it comes from, love is love. And um, I, I was on my live and I spoke about it. a couple of people end up coming on my live um, after I finished showing the jewelry. Then so I got a couple of phone calls, people text, and I just felt the love. And that was just so special to me. Um, and then I gave a shout out to my folks on Facebook and just thank them, you know, and, I, and it's just important. Like I tell everybody, you know, I show the jewelry. And it's nice for you to accessorize and all of that. But you got to make sure your insides are, are good, too. Yes. And recognizing what I what I needed in that moment and being able to get it priceless, priceless. Yeah. So I just want to tell our listeners and our viewers, you know, don't be afraid to reach out. People that love you, that really, really love you, got your back, you know, and you are important. You are special. You have a purpose. That's it. Aww. All right. Very good. Very good week. Very good words. <laughs> And Ms. Ruth, what is going on with you? What happened with your week last week? Uh, uh. <laughs> you had time. I was talking. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. And it, you know what? It, it was a normal work week, which means it was work. Um, yep. So, I mean, nothing spectacular there. Um, but your uh, story reminded me of um, a funny I think it's a funny story. So, um, and it's about emotions, you know, because I, I think I've shared that, you know, I was diagnosed with bipolar depression and um, I've, you know, just in the last few years, I've worked at understanding and trying to overcome this. And 
I certainly don't respond the way I used to, but while I was in the process, mm -hmm. um, you know, I was learning to identify triggers. I was learning what I needed to do for my emotions. Right. And one time, you know, a family member, you know, did something or I learned something about them and it was just this cloud came over me and I was upset and, you know, I didn't know what to do. And then like training kicked in and I had this moment where I was like, oh, wow, I'm depressed. And I just, it literally sounded like that. Like I was happy, but I was like, no, I'm happy that I figured this figured out. It out. You know? <laughs> yeah, I get it. And I know what to do for this. And then I was right. able to call my mentor and, you know, we talked, you know, we set up a date to talk and, um, it was just like a awesome moment because like you said, you know, I think you need to understand where you are. You understand your emotions, you know, and understand what you need in that moment. And when you understand that even something like, oh, I'm depressed, you know what? There's a remedy for that. Exactly. You know, right. one of my favorite movies is um, Pixar's Inside Out because uh -huh. you know, uh -huh. the, uh, the, little sad character, you know, you don't figure out what her purpose is until the end. And it's to pull, you know, it, you know, to show, you know, and even in sad moments that you can, um, it draws people to you yes. or you draw, you're drawn to other people yes. and there's purpose in that. So, mm -hmm. you know, I like to tell people that story because, you know, people, I think they vilify emotions, but yeah. they're there for a reason. So yes. listen to it. All right. See? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I do too. You know, we got to be transparent enough to, to talk about it, you know, to have the conversations because unless we talk about it, people wouldn't know, you know, no. they won't know. No. And that that's the thing, you know, especially being in certain cultures, whether, you know, whether it's a ethnic culture or a church culture or something like that, you know, there's certain things you don't talk about. So, you know, I'm, happy to share this because right. I know that I spent 15 years thinking I was the only one going through this. And mm -hmm. that is you are not alone. Far I, from the truth. So yes, it really mm -hmm. makes you feel like you are, you know, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I haven't had an official diagnosis, but you know, I do, I am on antidepressants mm -hmm. and I do recognize there are times when, when I'm sad, you know, yeah. um, we're going get going into the fall season. It is not my best time of year. It's not because mm -hmm. I know I have seasonal, um affective disorder which is called sad right because when it, when you have so many of the dark hours of the day it just you know it's it's hard it's hard mm -hmm. you know? yeah. Yeah. Have to deal with it mm -hmm. you know it is it is possible to deal with it and to yes. live a joyful life so yep yep i wasn't trying to do a psa but, but hey that's where that's we what went. we're here for that's yeah. what we're here for. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what we need sometimes. That's what yeah. we need. So how yeah. about you, Andrea? How well, you I, actually, I had a I had a really busy week of of doing some things that I needed to do. Um, God was in a writing mode, so we wrote some stuff together. Hallelujah! Amen. That and um, uh, doing some planning for twenty twenty three. Uh, speaking, I was writing it down. I've shared some of it with you guys and, and I will share more of it with the listeners as we go forward. Uh, I have a new phone. Oh, <laughs> go for it. Now, that now there's a reason you. she's telling us that. 
Okay. Got a new phone, y'all. We, we may be called on pawn for tech help. <laughs> Which is okay. Oh. <laughs> we got some tech bites. <laughs> <laughs> and we have been busy, busy, busy putting the final touches on our intimate afternoon with authors up which is coming up this saturday uh <laughs> say you go <laughs> carry me on Nakayana. i i'm i'm gonna make it girl i'm gonna make it <laughs> but next saturday we will be uh doing our our event uh and we we just have so much so much so much that is going to happen that day and it is going to be a wonderful day and we'll be able to tell you a little bit about it on the on the next program that we have because we will have been coming out of it but i am excited i am excited excited about the things that we're going to share uh the surprise that we are going to unveil and all of the things that are going <laughs> happening yes 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 uh for authors up and with authors up and to the authors on authors up and all that good stuff so stay tuned stay tuned stay tuned because i'm telling you good things are in the works yes. In the works. But one good thing that we have coming up is our guest for tonight, and Victoria is going to tell you all about her and all about the work that she brings. All right. Our guest tonight is Zarina Hamid, and she is an award winning expert in business and community development. She was selected for the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Women's Initiative in 2020, and in 2019, her company was nominated for A Company to Watch by Philadelphia Magazine. In 2017, she was named Marketing and Advertising CEO of the Year by CV Magazine, and the company, her company was nominated for a 2017 WeWork Creator Award for Innovation. Her company is Olani, I, I hope that's the right pronunciation, Media Group LLC, and they were most recently selected as the 2022 Philadelphia Awards in the areas of business and coaching. Her, the, the group focuses on merging traditional media with modern technology. It's beautiful. Through <clears throat> broadcast, digital, and print media, they minimize the gatekeeper's influence over the voice of the underrepresented and disenfranchised to better strengthen the global community. After our short break, we will hear and be able to talk with our author, Serena Hamid. having me on the show um and i also want to say uh listening to the first segment 
Um, I, it's so funny. I had a, my best friend and I were just talking about this earlier today about mental health and um, how it's something that has been so uh, plagued in the black community and it needs to be addressed. And uh, both her and I both have gotten therapy and we love it. Um, <laughs> but we talked about the same thing, how we thought that it was, it meant that we were less because I think as black women, we tend to think that we have to power through everything. We don't. So I, I literally just a few hours ago was telling my best friend, uh, you know, with your emotions and your feelings, because I also, you know, I understand anxiety and all of that. Um, I told her, and she loved this. I said, you have to be able to, you can't go over it. You have to go through it. All right. And yeah. we have to be comfortable. And we have to be comfortable with our emotions enough to go through it. Exactly. So I really loved hearing that. So I just wanted to let you ladies know. Thank, Thank you. so much. And welcome. <laughs> And Donna has joined us, so we welcome them into the broadcast tonight, along with Spain. So thank you for being with us. Thank yes. you for tuning in. And um, Ruth, I'm going to let you go ahead, as you usually do, and get started with this with this journey. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Well, Serena, thank you for joining us. And I want to say, I, I had to do a double take on your book when we first got um you know, the inquiry for it, because I, it, 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 you know, you understand what a novel is, you understand what a memoir is. But when I saw this, I was like, oh, this is different. So yeah. um, it's certainly, a, it's a unique project. I loved it as I was going through it. And then when I realized it's, oh, more than one edition, oh, that's even better. So please yeah. tell us about your, uh, about the Melanoid Chronicles. Sure. Uh as you guys said earlier, um, our focus is to take traditional uh, media and mix it with modern technology. So as a child of the 80s, basically, I remember some of my fondest memories being when people showed up and you could buy a encyclopedia series, yep. right? Like that was awesome, you know, because we didn't have social media, we didn't have eBooks, mm -hmm. we didn't have any of that stuff. Great. So, I learned so much. I was always, I've always been a bookworm. So I learned so much from, you know, the encyclopedia series in my house and, and all of that. So there's several ways that the Melanoid Chronicles came up. Um, it, it was funny because I actually, <laughs> I actually uh, thought because I kept seeing all of these people for the first of, of the African diaspora. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I was like, we need to record this. So I have a niece who just turned 16. And I, I thought about it. I said, okay, there's nothing we can really do about the past, right? That's going to keep, we're going to keep finding those quote unquote hidden figures. Like when hidden yeah. came out in 2016, nobody knew who these women were. And yeah. Katherine Johnson died in 2020. And if that movie hadn't come out, we wouldn't have known anything about her. And that's kind of a consistent in our culture, where these people who've done groundbreaking things, amazing things, and no one has recorded it, we didn't know about it, et cetera. So I can't do anything about that, right? <laughs> but what I realized is that in the new millennium, children who are born from 2000 to 2020, so if you're, two, if you're 22 years old now, you have a documented recording of the people who look like you, 
who think mm-hmm. like you, who have done groundbreaking things. And right. not only in entertainment and sports, like they're taught, but more science and technology, politics. Yes. You know? So that's why I actually changed the frame where, as we all know, old encyclopedia series, they went by letter. True. I did it by category for a reason. Because <laughs> uh, my niece, she loves science. And I have this big book of science that she loves, but none of the people look like her. So uh, I wanted to say, hey, whatever your interest is, if you're into sports and entertainment, that's fine. We have a section for that. If you're into science, if you're into, you know, let's, and I wanted to do, and that's that's why it's in four volumes, because hopefully the next one won't have to be, (laughs) but we were basically covering 20 years. We're covering 20 years. So the encyclopedia series, that's why it's four volumes, is it's from 2000 to 2020. Okay. And the work was a lot more extensive than I thought it'd be, but uh, we got it done. Yeah. <laughs> and we wanted to hit each generation. So you can get it on hard copy, um, but you can also get an ebook, which a lot of kids would like. Um, so they can do group reports with the Melanoid Chronicles. They can do whatever they need, and they have that history that of people who look like them. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes. And I think that is the thing that struck me about it as I was going through um, the one that you sent is because, you know, I, I'm Latino, so there's nothing like that for my culture. But, you know, it was always, oh, let's do, um, we didn't have the Hispanic Heritage Month. So, you know, now, we, you know, we had the, uh, the Black History Month and it was always, okay, George Washington Carver, MLK and nothing against those folks, but it's just like right, Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, <laughs> anything else? So yeah. you know, I'm going through the book and I'm going, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know yes. that. I didn't know them. I didn't know them. Who who's that? Yeah, exactly. So it's just like to me, you know, it opened up a whole funny. new world. Uh, <laughs> I'm a huge history buff, and even when we were creating it. It was several things where I was like, I didn't know these people, yeah. you know, like the like the Guggenheimer, which is one of the biggest museums in the world, in the yeah. country, mm-hmm. hired the first black. I never knew that, you know, and that's exactly what this is for, because if you think about it, what does that do to your psychology? Yeah. Like, right. what does that do to you mentally if you actually know your history? Yeah. Knowing yeah. that these are people who, you know, Oh, there are people that look like me who are doing groundbreaking things. And we've that's been lost. I remember when I was in high school, same thing you just said, Ruth. You know, it was they concentrated on four major people. <laughs> but there was so much history that came before those people. You and know what I mean? After. So that's why mm-hmm. like, it's called, yeah, and after. So that's why it's called Black History and New Millennium, because I didn't want to have to tackle all of that. That's a lot. No, <laughs> I wanted to be, you know, so yeah. So it's like, okay. So in the new millennium from 2000 on, this is the first time ever that, like I said, if you're 22 years old and younger, you, for the first time, your history is completely documented. Wow. So that was a, it was a very big passion. It took two years actually to create it. Okay. All right. So let's talk about your, um, your process there, because, you know, like you said, it took you two years. You know, when I asked for your bio, you gave me the, um, the organization, which 
I understand, you know, right. your magazine or uh, so obviously you weren't the only one working on this, correct? Or no, not at all. Help along I, mean, I would have never been able to do this by myself. Okay. <laughs> uh, I have three researchers who mm -hmm. did it. The good news is that uh, anything that I could find personally, I have a, a Facebook group called the Real Black Wall Street. And uh, so anything that I found, yeah, anything that I found, I would post it on there. And I wasn't really posting it for the viewers, I'll be honest. It was just to have it in a streamline. So, cause I knew I was gonna bring researchers on and I wanted right. them to be able to document it. Uh, it was so intense that I had one researcher <laughs> She emailed me one day and said, can I, uh, I was wondering if I could take a few hours and take a shower and go get food. Oh. And I said, I'm not stopping you from getting food. <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, take a, I mean, that's how intense the process. Yeah, like, please wow. eat and shower and yeah. sleep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I want you to do those things. So, no, I had a team, luckily I had a team of researchers using, and we worked around the clock to, yeah, and I'm sure, and it's, the funny part about it is, I'm sure we've still missed some people. You know, um, that's how intense this was, where we're talking about 20 years. So that's why I say the next edition, I don't think is going to be as extensive because we decided to now release it every few years. Right. Okay. So it won't be, it won't, so that's why, so that's why we say the first one is a collective edition because it's 20 years. Every other, edition of the Melanoma Chronicles won't be 20 years. <laughs> nope. uh, so yeah, it, it was, it was, I had a lot of people working on it. Yeah. I had to make sure I got, you know, I had a, you know, attorneys and people who could look at, you know, make sure it's trademarked and make sure uh, that we weren't breaking any rules because when you are the first to do something, it's right. a good thing, but for some, especially when you're dealing with the African diaspora and people yeah. of the African diaspora, people will attack it. People will do whatever they can do. So I wanted to be very careful. I wanted to make sure we had all of our, all of our ducks in a row. Okay. What has the uh, what has your reception been for the book? Oh, it's been very good. I'm very fortunate, um, and I think that uh, we want our first of all. I want us to be. Uh, I, I would like for the Melanoma Chronicles to be inducted into public school systems. Yep. Um, yeah. So my our mission is more about the message and not necessarily the sales, even though the sales have been pretty good. Uh, I've been very thankful about for that. But, you know, I've been trying to, you know, we're talking to the Department of Education. It's, it's just something that needs to be in schools, mm -hmm. um, especially inner city schools. Is predominantly people of African diaspora. Sorry, I don't I'll be honest with you, ladies. I don't like the term people of color. Um, mm -hmm. I use African diaspora. Um, mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I just think we our ancestors ought to not be called colored people, and I think calling ourselves people of color is interesting. Um, but so I think that it's all more, and it's more included people of the African diaspora. So, um, but yeah. So that's something that I want. We have a very we have a five year strategy plan for the development of Chronicles, and this is just the editor's edition. And then this we want this to be something that continues to to grow, and because I think it's it's significant. And I don't think I would have realized that if I didn't have a sixteen year old niece, you know. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. she, she needs to know her history. You know, yeah. it's it, everything that we're seeing that plays out that's negative in our cultures is because you have people who don't know that there are other people who are doing great things in their interest. They all, right. a lot of, yeah, a lot of black kids think that all they can do is play basketball yes. or be an actress or be a whatever. And it's so, they don't know that there are people that look like them who are in science and technology. They don't know that it's so, it, it became a very big passion project for me. That's why it was, it was worth staying up all night for two years. <laughs> Do you happen to have a, a copy of the book, uh, one of the books near you? I don't. Oh no, okay. I'm sorry. Okay. We do it per order. <laughs> yeah, we kind of do it per order. But you can, re you can get, um, and again, I understand. That's why I wanted to make it a hard copy and an ebook. Yeah. So I understand that the new generation, they like ebooks, but I always tell people, my mother is 69 years old. She's not logged into anything. <laughs> so, you know, so I wanted every generation to be able to have it. So that's why we also have the hard copy. <laughs> my, if, I, if I see my mother on link, she'd probably laugh at me. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's kind of a per order thing. So I actually don't have them because we just did a fair a week okay. ago. We actually sold out. Oh, we sold out. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That is so, awesome. so yeah. I'm sorry. I can get you one though if you want one. No, I want our viewers, you know, to be able to see what it looked like. You know, we had the yeah. glasses, before, but you know, well, it we, looks exactly. Like I don't know if you guys. If you guys have the image, it looks exactly like the image. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm sorry. I wish I could have. That's all right. That's all right. <laughs> no worries at all. All right. Uh, Andrea? Um, I just, uh, you were talking about getting, getting it into the school system. And I think that would be absolutely amazing uh, because there are those opportunities uh, for for kids to research and, and do different things, particularly in the month of February. Um, and yeah. and it's, always <laughs> it's always a challenge to uh, find more than the four. <laughs> you know, we'll put it that right. way, more, more than the four. Yeah. Uh, so I think the other thing that I liked about it is the way that you, you split it up into achievements and firsts and background and, you know, kind of, kind of split their lives up in that manner. But I do want to ask you this question. What, I have no idea what it takes to get a book into the school system, into uh, even if it's right. no more than having it in copies with the guidance counselor, but something uh, to get them, <laughs> get that book into the school system and into the hand of educators. Can you, can you share with us a little bit of that strategy? Because there may be something that we can do uh, to help promote it on that end, because I think a lot of us, a lot of our listeners actually are in education in some way, shape or form. And we know uh, educators and principals and assistant principals and all of that. What can we do or what can be done or what is the strategy and plan to, to move forward 
to get these books in the school system. I think they are great. I think the resource and reference is wonderful, uh, especially since there's a generation who has no idea what the World Book Encyclopedia is. Uh, yep. so yeah, exactly. <laughs> As <laughs> I said, I'm a child of the eighties. That was a big deal. But can you tell us just a share just a little bit of that with us? Yes. Um I, I think you actually nailed it. Um it's not a process that I was familiar with either. Um so I actually got uh from one of my mentors. Was, told me to start partnering with people who are in education, but not necessarily, not only people who are in education, but groups of like, uh, they yeah. have a lot of groups, like they had it for black educators, they have all these people, but you nailed it where it's starting to kind of infiltrate yourself into, you know, uh, uh, education group, educational groups in partnership. And starting to kind of weave through it that way, because the reality is, um, you know, it's you can send a letter or a press release to the Department of Education, but who knows how many they get a day. So right. you kind of have to start from the ground floor. Yeah, mm -hmm. you kind of have to start from the ground floor and start kind of putting the book in a few people's ears and saying, hey, mm -hmm. listen, this is not only something that's good, but it's groundbreaking. Um, I am very aware. No one else has ever done this. Um, right. So when you start to kind of give that pitch, you know, people start to listen. So I've reached out to several people. I have meetings with several people um, about, you know, what we can do, because then they can educate me on the process of moving to the yes. Department of Education. Gotcha. But that's gotcha. not that's not my area of expertise. <laughs> um, so that's why. I just, and you know what? We have to uh, for me personally especially with the Melanoid Chronicles, you can't be afraid to start at the ground floor. Um, I think we live in a society of instant gratification. Right. And I grew up in a world where it took a lot of hard work, a lot of years to do anything. And it's worth it, you know? Because what happens is, think about it this way, when people post TikTok videos and all this stuff, they may be popular for 10 minutes, but there's so much information on there that they die out but that so i we live where a generation is coming out where they think that they'll have instant success they'll have instant everything yeah and i that's why i said we have a five-year strategy that starts at the ground floor yes we're excited about the success that we've had with the Miller chronicles where it's where you know that's why i come on podcasts and you know, you know, we were featured in the Wall Street Journal. The Melanoma Chronicles was featured in the Wall Street Journal, Long Beach Black News. So we're 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 putting our we're, it's a, it's always has to be a strategy. Um, you start to kind of plant yourself in little places <laughs> to get your message out there. You know, you just gotta, it's like remember Vietnam when helicopters would drop the box of food. Have a helicopter where we're dropping boxes of food. <laughs> we're dropping boxes of books. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I don't mind starting that. Yeah. And that's the cool thing. But that's the cool thing about an encyclopedia series is that it doesn't have to come out every six months and every year. 
Right. So we can promote this for several years. We can, can you know, create partnerships. We can. So that's what we we've, we've basically been doing. It's just kind of creating partnerships, having conversations, and getting their knowledge on how we can get the Department of Education's attention. Awesome. That is awesome. That's awesome. So we'll we will kind of be on the lookout ourselves uh, in terms of, of of speaking to those Absolutely. people. That- no, because you know that there a lot of things come just out of partnership and relationships, you know, to simply be able to say, have you seen this? You know, mm-hmm. are you aware mm-hmm. uh, that, this, that this is out there? <laughs> and, and sometimes you talk about being afraid to do something. Sometimes we're just afraid to be the first. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, I, I, I yeah. admire that you stepped out there because one of the things we were talking about not eating and not sleeping and all, I was one of the questions I was going to ask, which you answered, you know, was in terms of, you know, how how did you do this? I mean, how did you even find all of these first? And, you know, you said you had the researchers there uh, to help with that. And it, it really is. I was. The other thing that I really liked was the fact that when you were talking about people that look like me, um, is the age at which a lot of these um, uh, events or or a lot of the journey of the people that you highlighted, uh, the age, you know, in Mm -hmm. their 20s at 15, at 26. And I thought that was so key uh, because, you know, our fabulous four that we talk about seemed like they were already 100 when we learned about them and what the right. were. Yeah. Uh, so, so it's really, yeah. really great to see, gee, this person was the first at this, but look what they did at 15. Look what they did mm-hmm. at look what they did mm-hmm. at 20. So I, I, I think you... You, you know what, I'll say this. We've already started preparing for the next edition. I'll let you guys know that. Um, You have no idea what's coming. (laughs) So it's funny you say that. I mean, we're talking about 14-year-olds. We're talking about 11-year-olds. Wow. We're talking about Mm 17-year-olds who are of doing groundbreaking things. So I agree with you. Um, And that's, but again, that's the beauty of technology. You know, they're, they're, they're becoming knowledgeable faster. Mm-hmm. And that's, I'm not a huge fan of a lot of things, but to people of the African diaspora, I am. Um, because that's what we need. I want them to be inspired. I want them to be empowered. Like I said, they're getting something that no other generation before them has ever had. And we had to struggle to get it. I mean, you know, what I learned about real black history i was i was already in college and if you think about how how personal development works that's too late yeah mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. i'm already 18 years old i'm already right. 20 so you know that is too late so that means you get to you go through the first 18 20 years of your life thinking that you are pretty much nothing mm-hmm. and i wanted to change that um right. you know so that's that really is it's like that, you know, that cartoon where the light bulb went off. Uh, <laughs> that's what happened. It was a light bulb that went off, and I was like, you know what? This is going to take a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of money, but it's so worth it because yeah. our focus is at Alani Media Group is I'm, I'm, I want to change the world, and I or I'll die. 
So I think this is a good step in that direction. One book at a time, one volume at a time, one edition at a time. Yeah. Yes, and you can, and you can. Victoria, before you- before Yeah, you one edition at a time. <laughs> well, you know, I'm gonna have to say it, get the books. Get the books. Get the books. <laughs> you know, I don't have any any questions per se. I, I just have my commentary, which is I think it is beautiful. It is a beautiful thing that you have done. It I, really I, no words. It's no words. People just have to get it so and they can yeah. read it and and just look at all the the people that you have in there. I, I guess my one question is: Is there anyone? one person that stuck out to you that really made impression on you when you found out about him for the first time? That one? <laughs> no, the problem so is there's so many. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, definitely, you know, like I said earlier, um, definitely the woman if you know anything about the Guggenheimer, it, it's pretty elite and it's always been, I don't want to say discriminatory, but it's, that's a big, that's a big pool. Um, and then when I read her background of what she's done, that was phenomenal. But also uh, living in Philadelphia, you know, we had two first. We had the first sheriff, uh, Rochelle Blau, first sheriff ever of Philadelphia, followed by the first um, kind of, uh, we had, I, I'm trying to remember, she is, she because I just saw her video actually, because we had a shooting here and she was on it. But two first in law enforcement that I didn't even know about because you have a huge, we have our law enforcement is hugely members of the African diaspora. So the mere mm -hmm. fact that in 2020, or 2019, 2020, that they were the first two, not only people. Uh oh, did we lose her? Um, oh, I hope not. A frozen problem here, so. <laughs> well, Mike, y'all know my next question was going to be where can we find the books? <laughs> <laughs> Making those ties to my local community okay, um, was amazing. And then also, yeah, uh, there's there's just so many. But if, those are the ones that I think of. And people who no, who look like me and who are local. Yeah. Uh, that was amazing. And then I would say definitely, yeah, definitely the, the lady from the Guggenheimer was pretty cool. Well, would you tell our listeners and our viewers how they could find the books? And, and if they need to, how can they get in touch with your media group? Absolutely, absolutely. So um, just contact us. Well, first, let me say this. Um, you can go to, uh, it's available on Barnes and Nobles. It's available on Rakatoon. Uh, it's available, you can actually rent it on Scribd, uh, S-C-R-I-B-D. Oh, wow. uh, Indigo, uh, yeah, Apple Books. It's on Apple Books. It's on, um, you know, several different places. But and also, if you want a hard copy, you can order directly at our website. So um, yeah, it's it's pretty much everywhere. Uh, I, unfortunately, it's not on Amazon. 
Okay, okay. Um, but it is on Barnes and Nobles. It is on Apple Books. Uh, again, Rakatoon, um, Indigo, and you can rent it on Scrim. And, and that's how like if you just Google. Yeah. I was like, just Google the Melanoid Chronicles. Everything comes up everywhere Melanoid it's located. Chronicles. So that's a good. And I, mm -hmm. I actually work in the um, the school system, and I'm um, oh really the people that I know who are responsible for curriculum, I'm going to ask them how that works and find out. And, and I'm going to put this book. Oh, that's there. awesome. I and, would love and, that. Hey, yeah. So, um, you know, I, I can't promise anything, but I'm glad them. No, of course, no, no, none of us can promise anything. It's very, <laughs> it's very, very important to get this out. And I, and I like that this yeah. is the first. I yeah. love that. <laughs> well Thank done. You. Well done. That means a lot to me. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Well, Serena, this yeah, has been very, very informative tonight. And I so appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, not only the, the end result, but the process uh, that went into putting the Melanoid Chronicles together. And it was so funny because when I was reading it and, and uh, I looked at it and it said, uh, volume three, I said, we're, we're one and two. I want one and two. <laughs> and then Ruth shared to me that they were actually. Yeah. So I got really excited. You know what? <laughs> we offer it as uh, obviously I would buy it as a collector's edition. But remember when the encyclopedia series guy would show up to your house and you could be like, yeah. okay, I can only afford to see. And, you know, like, <laughs> so at first it was just a, a full co a collector's edition, uh, and then I, I was like, okay, well, we will offer them. And as you can see, it has the years on it. So yeah. I'm interested in 2000, 2005. You could just buy that. <laughs> So yeah, I wanted to do. I said it's really a play off the original concept. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well I appreciate you, ladies, so much well, for having thank me. You. It means a thank lot you. to me. Thank you. And and we are going to look forward to seeing the Melanoid Chronicles uh, in the schools. We're going to believe that that is going to happen, and yeah. we are going to uh, do whatever we can do uh, to make that happen. And mm -hmm. so, thank you, thank you again. Uh, for being with us tonight. Thank you. Uh, Thank Victoria, you, Ruth, do you have any closing comments to make? Oh, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> well, Serena, thank you so much for joining us tonight. Like I said, I really enjoyed um, the book, the concept of it, and the hard work that you've put into yes. it. I know writing a book, book, a novel is one thing, but putting two years of sweat into research mm -hmm. for future generations. Yes. That is just like next That's level. legacy. That's legacy. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. That means so much to me. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Ruth. Thank I appreciate you so it. Much, so much for being a part of Authors Up. Uh, listeners, I know that you gained something from this this evening, but do more than just gain something from it. Do what Victoria tells you every week. <laughs> Got to get the book because this has an S on it, though. Book filled, filled. That we didn't well, know thank anything you, about. Yes, yes. So that that is yeah. That hopefully, hopefully we'll change that. Yes. <laughs> that would be wonderful. Yes. Well, happy Sunday, ladies. Yes, happy Sunday to happy you, Sunday. Serena. Thank you again right. for being 
with us and everybody out there who's been listening, who's been watching. Look, if you did not have an opportunity to see this episode, we are also on this will replay again on Saturday at 7 p.m. So if you know any teachers, any educators, any young people, anybody, anywhere that that would benefit from or just needs to know that there is something else out there uh, that they can tap into in order to to find history and firsts and be inspired. It's it's mm-hmm. important inspires and encourages, then we invite you back to do that. We will be here on next Sunday at 7 p.m. You know we're your favorite place to be on Sunday evenings at (laughs) 7 o'clock. So we invite you back and we're going to be sharing a little bit about what happened on Saturday night. You know Saturday night, girl. Saturday night. But (laughs) be sure to come back and join us next week at 7 p.m. You never know what's going to happen at Authors Up. So good night, everybody. Thank you so much. See you next week. Good night. Good night, Bronson.